doing? Oh, I'm I'm okay. How are you doing? How are you doing? It's how you doing. How you doing? No, I was doing uh uh who is that? Ludacris is out. How are you doing? Oh. Or no. What's that? Yeah, No, no, no. It was uh it was uh Pete Pablo. No. Yeah. One of his songs, he says, how are you doing? But they, Luda also does it. <clears throat> so. I'm doing fine. What's the, uh, what is the new, the new, uh, the new business? What new business? The new, bi- your new business. I'm on vacation. Oh, God. You are not on vacation. <laughs> I'm not, because I'm going to be working all week. Exactly. Trying to get the microphone in between us. They have to turn the dryer on so there's dryer background noise in your thing. Yeah, I guess I have to turn that off. Probably a good idea. Good idea. Just open the door. Oh, yeah, that ball came out. Alright, so... Uh, now that we are dryer free, what's your uh, new developments? You know, just a little COVID. I'm good. I've been vaccinated. I'm all right. <sighs> I think I think it's time to stop testing. Well, I think here's it's time thing, to like, stop testing <clears throat> and start treating the symptoms when people go to the hospital or whatever or at home feeling bad. Yeah. The same but way I don't we feel do the, bad. Like I, that's my point. The same way we treat the cold and the flu. Yeah. That's kind of what we should be doing. We should not keep testing anymore because what's the point? Yeah. And now since all these businesses, you know, ran up to Capitol Hill and got their way so that the amount of time that we are quarantining went from 10 days to 5 days. But that's only in certain circumstances. No, no, no. No. It is. I was just on the... In Kent County, it's only okay. in certain circumstances. You're looking at Kent County. I'm talking about what's coming from the Fed. Yeah, well... The CDC. They went up there and they said, look, we are running out of workers. Yeah, we are. And <clears> so... <throat> We can't have people going for 10 days. Yeah. And so they changed it. Yep. So it made something that seemed so dire, like you needed to be gone for, away from people for 10 days. Now, not that big a deal. You could be gone for five. It's like if you can cut that in half, then how important is it that we quarantine at <clears> all? <throat> because well, in all honesty, what... you should be just wearing a mask because that's the... They came out today and said... It's still the, the the most worried part of this is the transmission through, uh, uh, through the respiratory system. So if that's the case, wear your damn mask, get vaccinated, get boosted, well, keep wait. working. Okay, so <clears throat> forget about the, the they have changed the definition of what it means to be fully vaccinated now. Oh God! So stop! 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 D- d- Do the thing. Roll the intro.
what is the new version of vaccinated? If you're fully vaccinated, it means you have a booster. So you, if you just have the two shots, you're not fully vaccinated. That's not new. Well, this is new in writing as of the 12th. I mean, that was kind of what everybody was saying back when the boosters were available was yep. now <clears throat> fully vaccinated is yep. the, the whatever the course was for that particular vaccine because one of them only had one shot and yep. then a booster. Well, and I don't know what our booster was. I didn't even look at my what card. You mean? You, we got all the same stuff. We shouldn't have. I did. They told that the health department said this week that they had been recommended for months that if you have Pfizer one and two, your number three should be a Moderna. If you have Moderna one and two, your fi- your third should be a, a Pfizer. <clears throat> and I, I have no idea because I didn't even look. I just got I the have shot. an idea. I got the card right. Jump. Well, Pfizer, Pfizer, Pfizer. Why didn't our doctor's office do what they the CDC is recommending? Because this is a CDC thing. I don't know. It's the CDC card. I know. Pfizer, Pfizer, Pfizer. Six nine seven two twelve twenty eight. Yep. So there you go. I thought it was interesting how our doctor's office scheduled the three of you for twelve twenty-eight. But then when I went on the third to get mine, they wanted the nurse wanted to make a big deal out of that it wasn't time yet. And I'm like, but my whole family just got theirs on the twenty eighth. Why can't I get mine on the third? I don't know. I got that mine. That I got mine that day, but the the nurse was making a big deal out of oh it's too soon and I was like no it isn't no it isn't it's, it wasn't it was like nope that's weird yeah it was really <clears throat> so there's the COVID thing Aaron just got back to work from having COVID and now has to have his surgery postponed six weeks because he tested positive for COVID even though he was asymptomatic his the urologist I don't, I don't was think asymptomatic has anything to do with worried of passing. It's not they aren't worried about him passing. This isn't it. They're not they, they're not worried about him giving it to somebody else. Apparently the much. anesthesiologists are worried that putting them under could kill them because their lungs are compromised because of the covid. But even his urologist was arguing like but he had no symptoms at all so how are his lungs compromised and they any, just refuse to but do how it how is it any different right it doesn't make it, sense if it doesn't were, make any sense if if today he might be compromised in six weeks he'll be compromised six weeks, as well right it'll be the exact same thing yep okay um yeah the doctor went round and round with the anesthesiologist he's like he's 19 he's healthy he doesn't have any health issues oh. you know because he needs surgery, so relatively healthy. Um, yeah, I don't. Know. It's just Stupid. ridiculous. I, I, I'm telling you, we just need to get away from trying to quarantine people at this point. There's no point to quarantine. Well, I people. said, I said this morning to my boss. Listen, I've tested positive, but I feel fine. 
I should be able to come into work. I mean, I've been here this whole time with all these people positive around me. Left, right, and center. I mean, we had 11 people out one week because of COVID, plus the students. I had 11 staff members who had it. This week, it's me, three infants, and a teacher who was in the infant classroom just one day, and another teacher who wasn't in infants at all. And she was in two different classrooms throughout the week. And a toddler, his mother, tested positive. And the toddler wasn't acting right all week long. In fact, the one day I had to call mom and dad and say, come get him. I don't know. I I just, the way I'm looking at it now, based on, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if you're contagious, symptomatic, non-symptomatic, and just have it. It doesn't matter. We don't do any of these things. For the flu. For the flu or for Well, you know, I remember, I remember when the kids... We were having the children way back a million years ago. We were having the children? What does that mean? Like when we like were for going. Dinner? Shut it. <laughs> when we were going to the hospital all the time when I was pregnant and when I went to deliver the children and they had um, signs up to wear masks if you had the flu or had been around somebody that had the flu. Sure. Okay. And they passed masks out in the hospital then and they were restricted who could come up there because of the flu. Because remember back then there were. Flu strains that they didn't have an adequate flu shot for. Right. Okay. So it's not so? it's not any different. Like no, wear it's your very mask. Di- no, nobody got quarantined. Nobody got quarantined. Nobody. And nobody self quarantined. And nobody got kept. Nobody was kept from going to work. If you had the flu, you did. You were not kept from going to work. True. Like nothing stopped you. Nothing stopped. You could go to work. You could go to work, to work sneezing, coughing, around. hacking up stuff. It didn't matter. If you went to work, now, if you couldn't do your job, they would usually send you home. Yeah. But if you could do your job and still be with the sniffling and the headache and the flu symptoms and everything else, they would let you stay. Yeah. And it's like now we're sending people home for five days and they have no symptoms. Or... If they have symptoms, they have to stay home for 10 days. So we're protecting those that chose not to get the vaccine. Especially at work. It's well, the work in thing. My, in my field, we are protecting those who cannot get the vaccine. I know, but that's... It's, it's a different... Very specific, smaller group of people we're talking about, as opposed to the entire country of workers. It's a very well, it's, selective group. Because, okay, what about... Um, Kindergarten teachers. What about them? They should I'm, have a vaccine. Well, they no, protect well, no, what I'm saying is it's the same thing. Kindergarten teachers. Preschool teachers. Preschool teachers and up, what, first grade-ish? May or may not be able because they can't choose. They can't choose to get a vaccine. Their parents are making that choice yeah. for them. So, basically, all of elementary school. Yeah. You know, um... I don't think they can choose for themselves until they're like 12 or 13. Right. So, I I, I just think we need to be more realistic now. Sending, keeping people at home just doesn't make any sense anymore. Especially when they, don't, they aren't sick. Right, they're not symptomatic. They are sick. They're not symptomatic. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that, that's just a reality we're going to have to learn to live with is... I have a thing, I'm not symptomatic, 
but I shouldn't have to quarantine. I should have to wear a mask. Right. I should have to protect wear you by mask. wearing a mask. Yep, and I wear a mask from 6.15 in the morning until 6 o'clock at but night But if I'm not symptomatic, I wouldn't, know, I wouldn't know that I'm positive. Right. That's the thing. And the only reason I tested today was because I have been holding these infants that had tested positive all week long, and I have cold symptoms. Okay. That's the only reason I tested positive, or tested because. But then you could go and get a test tomorrow, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And then wait twenty four hours ish, forty eight hours, and come back and find out that that test was a false positive. That's the other problem that we're having. Well, so then you're missing two days of work due to a false positive because of the home testing thing. According to the health department, the woman at the health department. She said there are more false negatives than there are false positives. It is. That doesn't matter. Just because there are more of one than the other does not well, mean that this could be a false Tomorrow I'm going to go and get a, a PCR test positive. anyway, but. Yeah. I don't think you are. I think I am. Where? I'm going to go to the thing on. The place we went? Yeah. I don't think that's called a PCR test, but see, I don't know. It is too. It's a that's saliva what... test. Yeah. I don't know. I don't it's know. It's the type what... of how they read the test is the actual PCR part. Oh. It's not. It's not how you give no. your sample. Nope. Um. It's the yeah, method in which they. I don't like the whole they... spitting thing. It's <laughs> disgusting. Um. Where is that place? I let's 29th go. Twenty Ninth Street. Um. We haven't been there. I don't need to go there. We got Total Wine, man. We don't need Mega Bev. We need. We got Total Wine. We do it's have, not gonna. It's not gonna. The prices aren't gonna be any better. I didn't say anything about selection. Prices. Selection might, might be, be different, different, but um, Total Wine did us right yesterday. Yeah, we got the. We got if you if you've been paying attention to the. Where did I put that stuff? Did I put Instagram it on Facebook? Instagram and, and Facebook. I saw it. I don't think I did the traveling fars. Um. That's not on your own stuff. Yeah, the uh, the total wine delivery using the DoorDash. Yeah, that was fun. So we ordered through Total Wine. Total Wine's app. Yep. <clears throat> and then, which is nice because then our points go right to our thing. Right. And then, well, you can do curb, you can do pickup. Yeah, but what I'm saying but is, but you're just like walking around and browsing. Yeah, and I do. I enjoy sips. that. I like sips. But you can. I think it's you can not just as do. Fun on the app. But I think you can just do pickup. So, like, if you wanted to, you could do. If I knew exactly what I wanted, well, I you could do. Just, you usually get certain things every time you go there. So, yeah, like the side, ciders or whatever. Yeah. So if you could potentially do a pickup for that stuff. Yeah. Then browse for the other stuff that you might want. Yeah. And then just pay for it all at the checkout. Yeah. But I got a new cider yesterday. That was good. I think the pickup stuff you'd probably pay for before you got there. Probably. Um, But yeah. So we got some. We got some Bombay. No, we got some. Yeah. Sapphire? Yeah. Gin? Yeah, man. And you went for the old. I haven't had any Bombay Sapphire in a minute. Since what? 2011? That's a minute! It's about about two minutes. That's an hour! (laughs) Got some Captain Morgan. Black. Black. I can't have that one. Double charred oak. I'm I'm a huge fan of rum. I really like a rum. 
but this one, and it smelled so good. It smelled like vanilla and sweet. And oh, it's it just super smelled vanilla. Really good. You can't have none of this, and it was forty-seven percent. So it's a nice zipper. The Bacardi, the Bacardi, eight-year, is forty percent. And that was an oak and too. And this is uh, the youngest rum in this one was barreled in twenty thirteen. Barreled, more oh. oak. Oh yeah. Son of a if it bitch. if it has this color, I'm sorry. If it if it's got the color, it's barreled. It's eight years. Where do you think they put it for eight years? When was it not in a barrel? I don't know. Oh god. Metal thing. Metal thing. Hell no. Nobody wants to drink that. It tastes gross, but. I know. <laughs> I got my rum chata. I guess I'm good. It's like drinking uh, cans of Guinness. Nobody wants to drink cans of Guinness. No. I don't want a can of Strongbow either. I don't uh. like that little nitrous ball in there. That's not nice. Uh. What? We got beer. You did get beer. We got beer. I want to try, try the cold snap one. Is there another one of those? Or is that yes, all it's gone? in the refrigerator right now. Okay. You should do it. It's pretty good. I don't know if it was... I think it was a wheat. All right. So it, it's good. I like a wheat ale. Um. Yeah, and we got some of the trusted, the handy dandy. You got Guinness, right? Guinness. But you didn't get the foreign export. That's my favorite one. I don't need foreign export. I want Guinness. I like the Guinness foreign export. I like that the one's Guinness. good. It's sweet and it's. They all are good and good. What uh -uh. are you talking about? Get Guinness. The regular one, the the, the extra stout one you yeah. get is so bitter. Yes, that's. I think that's the whiskey drinkers Guinness. They tried to say that this this Captain Morgan Black is the whiskey drinkers rum. I'm not buying that. It tastes like freaking eggnog. Um, it smells good. Aaron's going to give me heart palpitations because he's playing the music to Doom, the original Doom, on his guitar. He's, he's doing pretty well. I know, but it's... it's. He's teaching himself. I don't think you understand. I had heart palpitations while playing that <laughs> when it first came out on the PC. So... That's funny. Um, bring back them terrible memories. It's freaking cold down here. Alright, so what else do we have going on? Not much. Keegan Just started her uh, Keegan started her classes to be able to work with little people. Really? Yep, she started them today. Um, Is that something she wants to do? She asked me about it. Because, you know, she likes to do things because other people want her to do it instead of something that she wants to do. Well, that's to why I told her take the classes first. Learn about it and then make a choice because I don't want to hire you and then right. you leave me in a lurch. Right. And I don't want you to be miserable going to work. Right. So it learn is. what you need to learn and if that's the choice you want to make then you got a job. But. And what else we got? I need to I need to get another painting done. I've been trying to do some paint. I'm trying to decide that blue what blue one that you did with the sparkles. Oh my gosh, I, yeah, love I think the it sparkles so were a little much. too much. Well, I wonder if you mixed the glitter in the paint. Yep. Okay. This is why I didn't do that. 
because if you mix big chunky glitter, big chunks of glitter like that, yeah. a lot of it just gets buried inside the paint. Yeah. So you don't ever see it. So what we need is more of an iridescent. You need like a mica type. Yeah, something that or it's like just a, all a the way through it all the way. Yeah. Glitter type yeah. situation. Something that's always just there and it's really fine so that when it like does hit it, it shines across it like you the know, metallic pieces that are in there. We I put metallic paint in the cart. I have Ma'am. I have a lip glitter. Your lip glitter? Why would I want lip glitter? Because it's very fine powder and it's extremely pigmented. But isn't it extremely expensive? Like it's not tenable to use? Like it would be easier just to get a metallic paint. No. Yeah, because the metallic paint has the has the shimmer in it. I'll have to look through my stuff, but I think I might have some that you can have. Now, when we start doing the resin, you need mica powder. Then the mica powder will be in there, and it'll have the yeah. shimmery, shimmer, shimmer goodness. The pearl essence. The, all that essence stuff. Yeah. Um, but I'm 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 flirting with this uh, this Valentine's Day thing that I'm. You're going to make me something special? I'm thinking on. I'm making that for you. You know I don't do Valentine's Day. But I am trying to make a thing that then could be used in multiple places. So one painting, then lots of prints, and lots of things put with it. Um, you do Valentine's Day. I don't do Valentine's Day. You do too. You, I do not. You do it every single day. You show me how oh, much you it. love me. Now, now, you're, now you just... now the, This is what happens when you get COVID, people. Ha! Um, that is not the drugs, true. The drugs take over your brain cell. This is the brain fog that they were talking about. I've had that brain fog and so For have you. For a year. And, and not, I have not had it. I have. Yet. You've had it, but I haven't. Oh, you've had it. Not like that. Mm-mm, you just not. see... You, you're so foggy you don't remember having it. Oh, guess what? On Friday, oh my. I was at work, and I walked out in the hall, and I was I could smell this. It smelled really good. Almost like hazelnut coffee, but I don't know where it was coming from. Nobody, oh, my. It's probably a dirty diaper. Probably. But I kept... Ah! I'm walking, and I kept smelling it. I go in the preschool room, and the whole preschool room smelled like coffee. But it smelled like coffee. And it was the first time since we've been back that anything has smelled like coffee. Hey, was there any coffee around? No. Right. It's probably a dirty diaper. I nearly cried. No, they don't have dirty diapers in that room. I was like, oh my god, I smell coffee. And they're just looking at me like, why are you getting teary? I'm like, because I haven't smelled coffee. It's been smelling like raw fish. Yes, but you weren't smelling coffee. That's well, my Well, they could point. smell the hazelnut smell, but they didn't know where it was coming from either. Wait, you just got hazelnut smell? Yeah, it was like a hazelnut building. Well, I'm sure it was probably a spray somebody had used, but I didn't know where it was coming from, and nobody else did either. But I was all choked up because I could smell it. Yeah, it's a it's a blessing in disguise that COVID killed my nose. Because this week we had a couple of situations where children were vomiting, and I could go clean it up and not smell a single thing. Absolutely nothing. And the teachers are gagging, and the one teacher was vomiting on, so she's now yeah, got a child come in vomit, covered in vomit, and she's got vomit on her, and there's a big pool of it on the floor. Karen, you've lived in China. That's true. I've smelled those bathrooms. That's what I'm saying. You probably wouldn't have reacted like that anyway. No, 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 no. 
So I, I was like, go ahead, go get cleaned up, take him to cl- get cleaned up, I'll take care of this. And she's like, aren't you going to gag? And I was like, from what? I don't smell a thing. I don't smell poopy diapers, and I don't smell vomit. Which is <sighs> good and bad at the same time. Because if I'm left in a room with children, I check them frequently because I don't know if they've pooped. I can't smell it at all. Terrible. I literally check like every 20, 30 minutes. It's bad. Okay. I don't know what else we have to talk about this week. I've rearranged stuff. I've cleaned up. Trying to get things in our cart to set us up for the coming making time. Um, the coming I, outside making time. I shampooed the carpets. That was fun. That was really nice. I liked that. That was satisfying. Why was it satisfying? Because, you know, they didn't look that bad. Because I, I haven't seen them since, you know, whatever. And so I would do a line of the soapy water, and then I would pull it back, and then I would go again and pull it back, and then you'd just see, like, three shades lighter. I was like, ooh, this really? is good. Oh, yeah, it was bad. But your mom said she hadn't done them since she put it down, so. Um, yeah, it was very satisfying. I enjoyed every bit of it. Okay. Now I'm going to do these uh, area rugs that she's got a trillion area rugs, so. I'll do those over. this week, too. Um, I would think you probably should do the one over there by the washer-dryer. Yeah. And uh, She said maybe. to do all of them, all the Yeah, runners. but you're going to have a hard time trying to keep... You're going to have to have somebody else, like, put a foot on it or something. So yeah, that that's fine. So that when you drag backwards, you're not just picking it up. Because they're so light, and there's right. nothing holding them down. Um, but I did the one in the dining room, and oh, goodness gracious. Yeah, that one hadn't been done... She said that one might not have been done since 2002. Well, no, yeah, because she said right before Christopher went to the army. So, there's that. Um, we're dealing with lots of cold, lots of snow. It's funny how how much the cold is not bothering me, but I'm bothered by it. I'm bothered by the snow. I'm not bothered by the snow. I'm bothered by the fact that it got cold. But the fact that I like when I'm out in it, it's like I'm not even. That's because about we're. It. Well, I think if we, we haven't been in the cold in a minute. Oh no no no! Our last winter was 2015 in Wuhan. In Wuhan, so. So, but I think because we have accurate apparel this time. Accurate. Yeah. More appropriate. Appropriate and accurate, and like fits properly is. We have the right clothes. Makes a huge difference. Because even in Wuhan, we just had those jackets and... No heat. No heat, and we were just miserable the whole time because it's so cold all the time and you can never get away from it. And that was when the the, the school had the doors open and they had those plastic sheeting things. Yeah. And it was always cold... Yeah. down the hallways and then you had a heater inside the rooms but as soon as you walked to the hallway it was like walking outside well and then the you know, students would come into fresh the air right the students would come into your warm classroom and open the windows so now everybody starts freezing in Wuhan fresh air there's no fresh air in Wuhan people but also fresh air in, in China Wuhan. <laughs> I'm saying Wuhan. That's where the COVID started in Wuhan. Well, that's where SARS started too. In Wuhan. Yep. So, 
you know, there's that. Um, run, dude, I'm kind of very discouraged about the level of the lack of level in the student body that I've been seeing. Yeah. COVID, a lot of people are, I found out uh, one of the teachers said that his, when he did his pretest at the beginning of the year, uh-huh. this year, that some of the kids scored better on his pretest than they did in previous years. So, and I was like, well, that sounds like a, a, an argument for at home learning learn. at home. Yeah. <laughs> if they came back not as far behind, because that was the thing that, you know, people are always talking about is, you know, when you go home for the summer, you fall behind, and now you're having to redo things at the beginning of the school year, like kind of like what I'm doing now. Yeah. With this one class. And unfortunately, the, the students are, in this Spanish class, they're so far behind. It's like, I mean, they're... They're how many, how many classes do you teach? I have three Spanish classes, two culture classes. Okay. Um, and it's just crazy that they got to this point, which is halfway through the school year in Spanish 2, but they haven't done verb conjugations, or at least... They don't know verb conjugations at all. Like, I was teaching it literally, like, for the first time. They don't know it. And it's like, how did you get all the way to this point? And it's because they had a whole year of Spanish. If they took Spanish 1 during 2020. Because uh-huh. some of them didn't. It was before that. But they, you know, they had a whole year of Spanish 1 in 2020 where it was essentially at home essentially at home I guess because they didn't get no they would add half a year at home not a full year at home because March they didn't, of 2020 is when right, everybody went into lockdown right so that wasn't a full year of 2020 but I don't think they I'm thinking fall of 2020 they were still on lockdown, but they wouldn't have had Spanish 1 then if they were in Spanish 1. So maybe it was that last year. I don't know. It would have been last... 2020, no, 2021? No, because no. fall of 20... Yeah, fall of 2020 into spring of 2021. But they were back in classes, weren't they, in no. spring of 2021? Some of them, but I don't think so. GRPS. I, I don't think so. I think they could do at-home learning at still. Home? Um, so maybe it was that year, 2020, in the fall 2020, not not so the end of 2020, not the beginning of 2020. But yeah, the the fact that you know you were at home, you didn't have anything else to do but do school, and you still couldn't learn. And, and I, I, I hate this idea now that it's like it's the teacher's fault. I mean, it was always terrible that it was the teacher's fault because a lot of times it was student laziness. Yeah. A lot of times. Um, teachers are, are teaching. Teachers are doing stuff. Students are not either learning or retaining or studying or trying. Or coming to class. Because 
if you couple, like if you take a, a teacher that is trying to teach students that aren't willing to learn, those students aren't going to test well. Nope. But also, if you have a teacher that is not teaching anything and the students are willing to learn, the student could still learn. Yeah. Because the student was motivated to keep learning. Yeah. And most of them have books, textbooks, and I'm talking about across all classes. Yeah. And so I don't buy the idea that it's the teacher's fault for being online and the students can sit around and say, I didn't learn anything. But then I gave a quiz this last week, um, which almost, I, I swear, almost all of the students pretty much failed. Um and in the quiz, it was two pages. It was on verb conjugations that they had just just done for the last two weeks. That's all that was there. Nothing else. No irregular. No stem changing. No none of that. Just change the verb using the endings. That's all that was was there. And most of them did really, really badly, and they asked to use their notes. What? And it's just like, guys, you should be able to do... We always use our notes. Well, that's a problem. Yeah. Because you shouldn't be always using your notes when taking a test. I... I, One of the teachers, we were talking, and he was he's totally against students using notes. I'm not against students using notes, depending on what I'm testing. Um, but... If you've been doing a thing for two weeks and I give you a short quiz on it, you should be able to pass that because you've been practicing for two weeks and you've been told for at least a week that you were going to have the quiz, which meant that you, you were notified and should have been studying. Now, we got to the test... And people were telling me, I don't study. Well, that's their own And it's like, no, no, no. But this is across the board. None of them study. Laziness and stupidity. They've never had to study. Oh, my God. They were always taking open book, open note style tests. So they never studied. So they basically are now in ninth through 12th grade without the ability to actually study. Oh, my gosh. These teachers are failing these children. Right. See, that's where the teachers are failing. But it's not, I don't think it's an individual teacher. I think that's a systemic issue. Yeah. Because it's like, wait a minute. What do you mean you don't know how to, you don't study? What teacher allowed you to go through their class before you saw me? Right. And allowed you to not study? It's like studying is a, is what you're here to do. Yeah. You know, and I've got people that, uh, in the culture class, I gave them the easiest of assignments. Said, okay, first we need a language for understanding, like for even just discussing culture. Uh-huh. Because, you know, basically, if I start talking about anything, they will just come out and be like, oh, that's racist. And then they move on. It's like, we're not what? even talking about, it's just, it's a thing. They're all, they all are doing it where they're saying something's racist. And, you know, if you if you make a comment about a group, they think it's racism. Uh. It's like, that's not racist. That's tradition or history or culture or just a, a remark about <laughs> that group based on the 
you know, based on the news or right. some source or whatever. So they needed some. They need some kind of way of talking about culture, and they needed to learn about geometry or geography. So I sat there and gave them a thing. Um, choose a country. Choose any country. They couldn't choose the United States. Choose any country. Use the CIA fact book and start getting some facts on this place. Find out about the country. Make it a country that you want to know about. Okay? That's it. Easy. Then the next, de- the next day, take that country and then start finding information online about the culture of that place. You've got lots of places. You've you got YouTube videos. You've got Wikipedia. You've got all kinds of sources because you can just type, you know, culture of, yeah. insert country here and get whatever results come up. I well, know, apparently that's what I they don't know years. how to search in the Google because they think that the page that comes up when you type in a search, that is the answer. What? They don't know that you have to click on a link for all of the entries that come up that take you over there to get the damn information. These people are not that stupid, Eric. Yes, they are. Then these teachers really are failing they them. absolutely are that. Because it's just like, why do you think well, that's that- the end? Like this little blurb, this three-line blurb is all the information. Well, that explains why I just said to one of my staff members, um, Walgreens has a ton of COVID tests. Go get one and take one before I work tomorrow. Let me know the result. And she's like, well, they don't have any in my town. She lives in Caledonia, which is not far from here. And I said, so I went to Google, Walgreens in Caledonia. And they're like, I don't know, 15 entries that popped up immediately. I said, listen, go to the Google and type in Walgreens near me and hit the enter button. And then you'll see how many Walgreens are near you. Oh, I'll just go to Hastings, which is an hour away. Oh, my. To go to the Walgreens. So she she goes to drive an hour away because she knows Hastings, but she doesn't know her area. But there are maps on your phone. I know. You all she had to do the... was hit the Walgreens near me, and it would take her to the map, and she could get GPS directions. Exactly. But she wasn't smart enough to do that. She drove an hour one direction to get the stinking thing. No. Stupid. I mean, I guess I don't. And then wants to complain that it was $21 for the, the packet of tests. And I'm like, but and you, you just drove spent $20 an hour. on gas. Right. I, I, I don't understand not having some of the most basic understanding of how to use the test. Like, for example, um, I can't get the kids off their phones. There's no way. I can't physically take the phone from them, and I'm, I'm, there's no way to stop them from being on their phones. Now, when the principal walks in, she can walk in and say, put your phones down, and they all do it. The assistant principal walks in, she can do the same thing. But they don't do it for the teachers. Because they don't care. I guess not. Or there's nothing that can be done. Or they listen to what the teachers that they want to listen to. You know what I mean? Yeah. You'll give them an assignment... And then they sit there on their phone. On TikTok. And it's just like... I, I I honestly have no understanding since they all have school-issued Chromebooks. 
They have no reason to have a phone in the classroom. Nope. There's None. nothing. No reason. And and you have them making phone calls, calling each other, calling their mothers. It's like, um, that's not what you should be doing. And it's like, how, why do I have to convince students that this is not how you behave in school? Well, this is why my staff sits on the floor, on the floor in the classroom. I had three teachers this week in one room, nine children. And I go in there to ask a question, and two of them are sitting on the floor on their phones, and the third one has all nine children, and she's doing a thing with an activity with them, and the two other teachers who should be participating in the activity are scrolling on their phones. Yeah, I don't. I'm like, get up, get put your phone away, and get to work. But you shouldn't. And I shouldn't have to tell them. You shouldn't have to tell somebody at work to get off your phone, right? Unless they're doing their phone like it's work that they're doing. They're not. They were But you also shouldn't be doing that at, in, in academia. No! The students should understand that that's, this is not the time or the place for this behavior. Right. For this activity. You should be doing other things. And they have stuff to do. Yep. And they'll sit there and they'll... The classes are... And I think this is a problem of having classes that are two hours long. They will, or it's like between, somewhere between like an hour and a half and two hours, something like that. But this is a problem of having long classes. They think that they can play for the majority of time and do the work in the the remaining time Why real fast. Why do they do fast. long classes like that? That's the way they do their scheduling. They do. I've never had a class like that, no, ever. It's a totally different system. You, you can Stop comparing what you went through to this no kidding, version of education. This, this is, is not... This is not... This is not what Education has changed so much from the, just the time you were in school. It's not... It's not... It's not anywhere near what you went through. It's just not. Um... Even down to the whole district having uniforms. It's not the same thing. Yeah, that's just thing, weird to me. Um, that they can't enforce. Then why have them? Exactly. Then why have them? They're now talking, I, they were talking, the teachers were talking that the district is now thinking about just getting rid of, of the mandate for uniforms. And it's like, if you're, if you're going to have uniforms, you're going to have a mandate for uniforms, then you need to have a mandate that is from the teacher level all the way up through the superintendent that you must wear uniforms. And if you don't wear uniforms, then you get sent home. Yep. Period. Yep. It's not that hard. You can't even come in the building. Right, you don't even come in. You get stopped right there because the front desk of the school is the front door. So right. when they come in, they have to pass the front. If All you do is be like, let me see your uniform. If you don't have one, go right back out there, get back in your car. Yeah. You're, they just dropped you off. Just get right back in. Period. Yep. You can't come in. You can't be here. No, you don't get a second chance. And and other systems, like Catholic schools, they don't have a problem with uniforms. Nope. People don't even try to not wear uniforms. They may not like it, but they are, had them with fucking uniforms on. Yep. And, you know, I guess being a child of the 80s that never wore a uniform. I've never worn uniform in school. Ever. And I never want to wear uniforms in school. But we had a dress code. Yeah. And those rules were detention worthy. 
Yeah. Like, you don't do it, you will get detention today. So you never did it. Right. You know? Uh, you break dress code. Like, I don't even know if we had a dress code in high school. I think we had, it was kind of like teacher dependent because it was public school and it was, you could I've, do, you could do and wear anything and the punk kids were, were punk. I'm the sure hip hop were kids like were hip hop. The, the, there was no real version for us. I'm sure there was a dress code because. No, there was no dress code. I don't think in my high school. When, girls always have a dress code. No. We can't show our bra straps. We can't wear have our abdomen showing. We ha- can't have uh, our shorts or our skirt shorter than a certain thing. Shaking my head vigorously. Okay. Yeah, no, I don't think we had that. Um, Let's. We, you should ask some of your girl classmates. No, I think it. Like I said, I think it was dependent on the teacher. If it was dependent uh, on the teacher, then it had to be a school rule somewhere. No, it didn't. It could be. It could be left out. Yes, they could. It could be if they if they were given the 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 power to make the decision. Because I don't think men would have made that decision about women. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Say what now? In the moment, there's a child there standing there. Is this appropriate? Yet remember, we grew up in the miniskirt era. Yeah. Okay. So. The, the is this appropriate? Most likely, it was a woman that made the decision in my high school. It wasn't a man who made the decision. It was either the school nurse or a female teacher that probably made that decision at that time. Because our, what today would be a dean of students, our assistant principal, he wouldn't have ever made that decision. He may have done it for, for boys, but I don't think he would have done it for girls. I think you're crazy. No, I'm serious. I don't think he would have. I really don't. I I think, like I said, it would have come down to a female teacher saying, yeah, no, you can't do that. But I do, like I said, I still think it was up to teacher's discretion because people wore air, like, there was, there was nothing, I never, I never felt that there was anything that I couldn't, do and nothing in a rule so even if there was a rule none of it was enforced Mm -hmm. Um, not like being at Tattnall not like private school that was enforced daily I remember teachers coming around and checking to see if your shirt tail was out and if it was they tucked it back in and stapled it to your pants oh yeah and you might get detention it was, it was, you had to have, you you couldn't, I mean, they, like if you tried to come in and wear tennis shoes. No, you can't wear tennis shoes here. What did you do for gym class? You had to wear them in gym class. Or recess. There was, recess you could change your shoes. But you could change your shoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was, it was definitely not, um, we had a dress code. You had to have a. A collared shirt. It had to be tucked in. You had to be wearing pants. Uh, no shorts. No um, no jeans. Um, you had to wear regular shoes. Now, that was kind of where it ended. Like, they didn't have a, dre- a uniform. Um, there was um, a formal uniform. But that was only for special occasions. And everybody was wearing it then. Like, 
it was just a special occasion thing. If you had a concert, that's what you wore. If you had a May Day, that's what you wore. You know, it was all that kind of stuff. It was special events. Mm -hmm. But we didn't have a thing day by day. Because when the parachute pants came out, you could wear them. They were pants. Huh? You know what I'm saying? They weren't. And they were pants, so people wore them. Um, but, yeah, I... In looking at, like, how the districts or schools have rules and then how they don't enforce them, but then you want to control behavior at the same time. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? Either enforce the rule or get rid of the rule. Yep. Don't act like, you know, what's the point? It's There's no point in... And trying to have a rule and saying leave it up to the teachers because then what you end up doing is the student walks into one class and the teacher hounds them about their phones and, and has the power to be able to stop them from using their phone because really the students have to choose not to do it. Right. But then they walk into the next, they walk right out of that classroom or during that class and they get right back on their phones, they go into the next class and then they're lost to their phone again. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, you're not really, there's no consistency from class to class to well, class. Well, you know, it's really a disservice to these students because it's not teaching them that there is a time and a place for your yep. phone because when you get on a job like my staff... And they're constantly on their phone, and they're putting other people's children at risk. They get fired. Yeah, that's fine. Fire them. But that's just it. I, I, I guess it's a disservice, sort of. But it's also a behavior that, like, like I said, if they have a Chromebook, they have no reason for a phone. Nope. So if they have, I, I was a proponent of having the phone when you did not have any other device. Right. Because I would say, use that device to connect to the internet and get the information so that you can, you know, do stuff during class. Now, they're sitting there with their phone here and the Chromebook right next to it, and they're doing TikTok on their phone, and they're sitting there not doing any work, but something up on the screen. But they're not doing anything. They're spending the whole time on TikTok. Crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, no. But then... Here's the other one that gets me. They don't charge their their Chromebooks. Now, they can plug them in multiple places in the room. Okay? But they don't charge them, and then they don't bring the chargers. But they got their phone. And they got the phone charger. But so I tell them, you can't do this on your Chromebook. Your Chromebook's dead. You, you thought to bring your Chromebook. Why would you bring the Chromebook knowing that it's dead and you didn't bring the charger for it? But you got your phone, so do it on your phone. And then they say, I don't know how. And it's like, you know what? What what was the point of having your phone? Like, I got one student just got an iPhone 13 Pro. Nice. Her phone's more powerful than the Chromebook. Yeah, because the Chromebook's a crap. So why can't you do your work on your phone? She could. She could. She could do everything that she's she going to do. She could probably do everything and more on her phone than she could she, do on, on that the piece Chromebook. of crap Chromebook. Exactly. Because Chromebooks are crap. So it's like, if you've got a powerful device that you're spending all of your time on, but when I say, go to the CIA factbook and look up this stuff about this country, or use a dictionary on your phone for Spanish, 
or something like that. I can't do that. Are they that? So, I mean, just lazy? Yes. Stupid? I, yes. Yes. Stupid? I, I'm, I'm, I'm saying yes. I'm saying yes to it all. Wow. Because the ones that aren't stupid are lazy. And the ones that aren't lazy are stupid. Yeah. Or both. Do you have any that have any motivation? To do what? To learn. Learn what? Spanish. Uh, no. All of them, uh, the, the Spanish-speaking students are in the class to get an easy grade. Well, sure. And they're not, they're, they're less motivated than I think everybody else because they can just r- read the paper and do the stuff and then hand it in and they get full marks and they move on. There's nothing. Why are they allowed to take Spanish? They don't have another language to take. They don't have another language at the school? English, but they don't have another language after that. There are no other languages. What? They said, the kids were telling me that they had French before COVID, I think. And then what? The French teacher, I guess. Or no, it was the same person I'm I'm filling in for now. They He taught French. And it, then it became too much. Because he was doing French and Spanish and leadership and culture or whatever. So he was doing three, four th- classes. Yeah, yeah. So he was he was he he probably decided this is too much for me to, to handle. He spoke both French and Spanish? He's from the Philippines. Oh well that makes more sense. Um so So he probably speaks what, five languages? I don't know. I don't know. I don't care. It, the 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 issue is if they have a and I guess I don't know how that works because if your native language is Spanish, can you use Spanish as a foreign language no. credit? You can't. So then why ever take Spanish? I don't know. That's why I'm asking. Why are they taking Spanish? But that means that must they must be able to use it as a foreign language credit. It's an elective. Wow. So why take it? Like if it's if it's not fulfilling some requirement. It makes no sense for a we native had, speaker to speak to take a Spanish class. We had French students in our high school, and they weren't allowed to take the French class for credit. They had to take something else. They had to take German or or Latin or Spanish. Like I said, I don't, they don't have another language for them to take at this school, but I don't understand why a Spanish speaker would take take a Spanish class. Especially a Spanish 2 class. Because really what they need is a a higher level Spanish class so that they could be working on writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The stuff that they would. The same stuff that you would do in high school in English. Right. They need to be doing in Spanish. Yeah. But they're not. They're sitting in classes where kids don't don't know the difference between an AR and an ER verb. Oh dear. Yeah, that's what I've been teaching. Oh, they don't understand. Like I on the on the quiz, I got I just graded. They are. They had kids that were there were kids that that for the er verbs were putting ar endings. Oh dear! It's the basic basics <laughs> that they're not getting. It's just like oh god. So I'm I'm. They have a Spanish two book, but the problem is they are there. The review is probably too hard for them at this point. So I've been doing this other stuff that was left by the previous teacher 
to try to get them kind of up to speed so that I can then go into the review for Spanish 2 at, in these books. That's what I've been trying to do over the last couple of weeks. Wow. Because the whole the book is essentially in Spanish. So they can't read the directions in Spanish. But they all have their phone in their hand. But they can't read it. So like, if you give them the thing and it says, Escribe. Or right. some something like a command, they don't know what that is because they haven't done those verbs yet. Yeah, but they have a <laughs> they haven't phone done those in their hand and Google Translate. No, no, no. They free. could be they could translate everything, but that's not them learning it. That's just them translating it and then doing something. And I, they need to actually know what those words are. But if you learn, if you read escribe. And then you go and say, what does this creepy mean? And you look it up. Now you're learning that that means to no. write. See, that's that's the disconnect that I think a lot of people have when it comes to the students today. They're not doing learning. They're literally getting, that's what the word means, it's now gone from my head. Huh? I don't need to retain it, is, is, is what it comes down to. It's literally gone. So then you come back five minutes later and say, escribe, and they look at you like, what are you talking about? It's like, God, it's... You just did it. It's look up, look, look halfway up the page. See the word? You just translated that word. Why don't you know that word? You just did an exercise using the word. Oh dear. Yeah. They're not retaining anything because they're not they're not looking at like any of it as anything that I need to retain. Because a lot of them keep saying, I don't need to know Spanish. And I keep saying, Why are you in a Spanish class? Really? Why are they there? I don't know. I really don't know. I don't understand why they would be taking a Spanish class and saying, I don't need to learn Spanish. That's weird. Yeah, that's weird. Because when I was in Spanish class, I knew exactly why I was there. Yeah, so I because could learn to speak Spanish. No. I get it was so credits. that I could get the credit for the foreign language credit for graduation. Oh, see, no, that mine was mine was totally different. The only reason I took Spanish class initially was because my university dropped my French program midway and no, I had a French high minor. School, high school. Oh, French. This is high school. This high is school, not university. But I took <laughs> French in high school so I could learn to speak the language. I know, but you had a it. foreign language requirement to graduation. Yeah, two years, but I That's what I'm saying. Years. There's a foreign language requirement. You knew then that you needed a foreign language. Yeah. You just chose French. I chose French and just I, like chose I chose seven years of it. I chose Latin first and then I chose Spanish. I did two years of Latin and two years of Spanish in high school. Uh-huh. But they, you know, that kind of, that awareness of why I'm doing this thing. Like, you don't take geometry just to take geometry. You take geometry because you're trying to fulfill a certain kind of, you know, Number math credit. requirement. Yep, yep. And you're, you know, moving on with math or whatever. These kids... Don't seem to understand, like, maybe you're not going to speak Spanish, but that doesn't mean you're going to be able to pass this class without it. Right. Because you're going to need to speak it to get out of the class. Right. You're going to need to be able to read it to get out of the class. Write it to get out of the class. So, seems like you would be studying it. You'd think. And they're not. 
And it's like it's like I'm the first person to say this. Wow. Which could I really be? I hope not. The way the other teachers talk, you know, they talk like you know, they're teaching. So I don't think I'm the first person to come to these kids and say, you have to actually study. You actually have to do something when you leave school. You can't just do school and go home. There's more that goes into this process of learning. Yeah. You're not going to get it all one day in one class and then move on to the next thing. Yeah. One week. Because one... One week is essentially two classes, which is about three to four hours or whatever. And that's it. Maybe it's it comes out to the same as if you had, I think, fifty a fifty minute or forty five minute daily one you know, daily schedule. Yeah. It comes out to the same amount of time. So it's not like they're losing time, but the idea that you're just gonna do that that amount and you're not gonna do anything else, that's not school. No. And that's unrealistic if you have six classes. Yep. You know, all different stuff, all jumbled up. Yep. You've got to study it. You've got to read it. You've got to do something outside of classroom, class time. Yeah. You know, and they're not, it's like they're not equipped to do that work. Right. Which me, to me says they didn't get it in middle school. Yep. But the problem with that is a lot of these kids went to middle school at this school. Oh, dear. You see? So they're coming to high school not ready for high school. Like, I got kids that come to school and they they don't have pencils, don't have paper. I got kids that walk into class with nothing. How do you do that? Literally nothing. Like, not even a phone. And they put their head down and start going to sleep. Uh-uh. I put them out. Put them out where? You can't put them out. There's nowhere. There is no out to go to. They shouldn't be there if they're going to sleep. Okay. There's no out. Take your butt home. There is no out. That's not a That's not a thing. That's not a thing you can do. There's no... Where are you going to go? There not is there. no out. You can't tell them to go to the office? To take do a what? Nap? No. The office is the lobby. There's no office? No. The office is the lobby. Of this school. The the individual people have offices, uh-huh. but that's not... The students wouldn't go there. The office is the lobby of the school. It's very small. That's it's a very small building. Um, and their office... Like I said, the office is the reception and everything is all right there. But I... From what I'm seeing, the students are... Ooh are absolutely not prepared for high school learning. They're not, they're just not ready for it. They're, they're, I think the ones that are in middle school, because in middle school, the teachers that they have are treating them more like um, elementary school. So they have really hard structure, and they're doing the same, you know, they have a, a stuff that they do every day, and uh-huh. they have a schedule of, of activity, and they're just following that, those steps. But that means they're not ready for high school and to have the level of independent thought 
right. necessary to be successful in high school. They don't get that. They're not getting that. When I was in middle school, you were... The expectation from 4th grade to 8th grade was... You, you had... You had a level of freedom and expectations. You couldn't. You 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 weren't you weren't being told what to do all the time. Right. Kind of thing. Whereas these kids are. So, like they I said, they're no free, they're they getting have no problem no, solving no, or no agency, thinking, no, no no none of that. They're no. not coming in ready for high school. And this is where I, I mean, this is where I say, because everybody who's a secondary ed teacher can teach middle school. Yes. And I, I, this is where I would say you have that conveyor belt of teachers. Yeah, they should And rotate. they keep rotating. Um, maybe they do two years in middle school and then they switch to back to high school and do two years or something so that you're not having the same students the whole time um i don't i don't think it's good for students to have the same teachers all the way through i think that's kind of terrible yeah um they need they need different different voices different ideas different Different challenges yeah they need that but it's it's, even in a building where middle school is right there yeah You've got to have something that says, guys, you guys down there in middle school, they're not ready. Right. You know, they're coming to ninth grade and they are 100% not ready. But here's the other side of it. In my culture class, I've got 12th graders all the way down to 8th grader. In the same room? In the same class. You see? So they're they're mixed up in some classes. Hmm. You know? I, I, there was one student, they were in a class, and they were like, they were like, uh, I know I'm not in a class with 8th graders, you know, and it's like, dude, you're the one that's behind. They're ahead. Right. You're behind. You're, you failed this class, and that's why you're here. Don't make it seem like they're the problem. It was you. You're the reason. You know, and that's that. It's it's a weird. I think dynamic. I think that this generation of students, it's important that they hear it's you. You're the problem. You're the one making these choices. You're the one who failed. You're the one. It's important for them to hear that you gotta, because you got to take responsibility they, for your shit. Like oh, I had to terminate a, a, a staff member yesterday. Because of her choices, her behaviors, um, just be, it was her. Right. We gave her a thousand different opportunities to make the a positive change, and she chose not to. And she'd be great for a couple of weeks, and then she'd be sick, or she'd you know take a vacation or whatever. She'd be gone for a few days, and she'd come back, and she'd just be so horrible. And that now this new staff that I've hired is saying, I don't want to work with her anymore. Please. Either move me to a different class or move her. 
And when both of her co-teachers are saying, you know, she's so awful, I can't work with her. And I call her and I say, listen, you know, we got to do this thing now because of the choices you've made. She wants to act like the victim. Well, there's nothing I can say to make it better that I won't lose my job. I'm like, no, it's too late for that. And I think if more, if these young people heard this more frequently, it is you. You chose this. You walked this path. Even though we tried to pull you from the path 50, 60, 70 times, you still barreled head on into this path and you continued until you left us no other choices but to kick you out. Yeah. Well, see, that's, and that, I guess that's the other side of it is I'm looking at these students, even the seniors, and to me, it looks like there's only a couple of them that are really ready for, like, university. The rest of them, most of them, they're, they're not even thinking about going to university. What? What yeah. are they going to do? Well, okay. You know that I told you that here, if you graduate from a uh, university, if you graduate from high school in Grand, Rapids. in Grand Rapids, you go to CC free. Yeah, for two years. You get so, your associates for free. That being the case, some of them are just, yeah, I'll just get my diploma and I'll just go there. Yeah, that's they're not smart. Looking, they're not looking any, yeah, but they're not looking to go to university. Afterwards. Right. They're not really looking to go to university. They're just saying, I'll just go do that mm-hmm. after this. Um, other ones are just like, no, I'm not doing, I'm not going in to do any more school. And that, to me, the students that I keep seeing, that's the majority of them. Wow. What are they going to do? How are they going to support themselves? Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we are educated and we struggle. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know if supporting themselves is their thinking. Wow. See, we got to 18 and we knew that we had to get out. Yeah. Whereas I don't think they're living under that paradigm. Right. Now, I've heard some students say uh, that that's something their parents said to them. Yeah. Or their parent has said to them. But that's about it. Um, I don't know. It's... It's like the, the, they just, there's so much about just like little things that they say that cue you to the fact that they really aren't ready. You know, like you'll sit there and you'll walk up to a student and say, okay, let's get started, work on the stuff that you had for them that day. And they're on their phone. It's like, put your phone down. Let's go. And then they put the phone down, they look at the thing, and then two seconds later they're back on the phone again. Yeah. It's like, dude, they what are you doing? Self-control. It's like, come on, you know, let's go. Get Start doing this thing because you're going to run out of time and you don't want homework. And I didn't give you homework. Right, you gave homework. I gave you classwork that you could then talk about with your classmates. You could ask me questions. You know, you guys are already behind, so I need to get you up to speed on, and I don't think I'll ever get them up to speed, but, you know, I I have to move the ball forward in some way, shape, or form, get right. them something. Yeah. Um, and 
they look at the paper. I don't know what that says. It's in English. What do you mean you don't know what that says? And that's where I think the lazy part comes in. It's like, I, I and I did this multiple times on the on the, the quiz that I gave. <laughs> the quiz, the, 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 the directions were in English. Um, so they would say, what am I supposed to do here? And I'd take the paper and I'd put my finger on the paper and I'd read the words in English back to them. And I was like, and I go, what's your question? Because this isn't Spanish. This isn't the language that you're learning. Like, I don't know what that word means. Yeah. This isn't English. They didn't even bother to read the paper. No, they, 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 somebody has probably always read it for them or told them what it says. Oh my God. You know what I mean? Instead of, here's your test. When you're done, bring it to my desk. Wow. Follow the directions. Read the directions. And, and this I, is a stuff I that literally we said that. my second graders in Mexico. Exactly. Like, how to follow directions. Follow how the to directions. read the words and follow the directions. Yep. That's what, exactly what I Because following said to the them. directions is a sign of intelligence. Exactly. And if you can't do the basics, like... But wait. Circle the, the verb. But wait. That's what it was. Shut up. Here's an AR verb. Is it A-R-E-R-I-R? Circle the correct thing. Oh, no. No. Yes! No! <laughs> I am not kidding. I'll bring you one of them. I am not kidding. I was just sitting there like, guys, you can... You don't need me to tell you what this says. You should be able to read this. Circle the correct answer. What kind of verb is this? What does that mean? What do you mean, what does that mean? You've got an AR verb, an ER verb, and an IR verb. And you don't, you can't see that there is a kind there. Especially since we just did A-R-E-R and I-R verbs. Wow. <laughs> it's like, this is not a failure of education. This is a failure of you. Wow. I mean, I got one student, they got like a 3 out of 26 on this thing. Uh. One student decided to write the answers in a Sharpie. Who does that? An idiot. <laughs> I mean, I'm just like, one student said, I can't do good on the quizzes because I can't use my notes. It's like, dude, what? I mean, I, 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 I am flabbergasted. It's like trying to even think of what to do going forward. I am, I'm, I've been sitting here since Friday because Friday, I, Thursday, Thursday. I was just like, I don't know where to go next. Because they won't participate if you have them try to read in class. They just won't. They won't say anything. They'll just sit there. They won't really talk or have ask questions. I have not had them try to say things out loud in Spanish yet. Because the previous teacher said that he would go around to each one of them and they would talk face-to-face individually and it's like but that's a terrible way to teach yeah, the language you can't do that i'm sorry but if you feel embarrassed by speaking the language get over it that's the whole idea of learning another language is you've got to learn to feel comfortable saying the words when you don't feel like you're saying it correctly you have to get over that that apprehension 
Yeah. You had to get over it in English. You're gonna have to get over it in Spanish. Yeah. You know, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to learn to be wrong. Yeah. And be okay with being wrong, and be okay with being corrected. Right. You know, because that's exactly how you learned English. And that's exactly how you learn another language. Right. That's you're, how you you're learn. You're almost all always languages. wrong. Right. Until you're Until right. Until you're right. So. Have you tried the whole music thing yet? The music thing? Yeah, like giving them some a piece of music. Oh, God, we're not at that point yet. The people can't read right in Spanish. But if, sometimes if you get them to learn a little song in Spanish, they can start feeling more comfortable saying the words because they can start... Sure, but they... I guess... They, they they would have a song that they couldn't understand. Well, I'm talking like something easy, like... Like, row, row, row your boat? I have a feeling that if I had them sing row, row, row your boat, they wouldn't understand. No, like the hola, 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 como estas? Estoy yeah. Bien, estoy bien, espero yeah. I have a feeling they would not be able to know what that, that song says. But I sing that with my two-year-old. Exactly. Exactly. I should do Baby Shark. In Spanish. Is it Baby Shark? Yeah. Yeah. Should do, I should find Baby Shark in Spanish and make him make him sing that. I don't. What is Baby? Baby no. Baby. 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 I don't know. I, I, this is kind of why when I was doing the stuff in the summertime, I was like, I don't know if I should continue trying to Well, teach. I just know, like, when I was in sixth or seventh and eighth grade French, we always had to learn, like, a little song. No, I don't have a problem with learning songs, but I do have a problem with them not, like, I could have a song, I could play songs, but then I know the students, they're not going to participate and trying to sing the songs. They're just going to sit there. Now, granted, maybe letting it wash over them or playing it when they come in and having it just yeah. in the air. Yeah. You know, having a like a playlist that just yeah, plays Yeah, it's not like you thing. can play some Ozuna or something. Or anything. I, you know, Elvis Crespo or something like that. You, know, you can't well, just you play. You old stuff. You can't I just got play, the new stuff. Play, play stuff. Yeah, stuff could be played. And I thought about doing that after their their test but then it's like I'm not going to reward them with playing music in the classroom when they won't even try like you give them a sign like because what I was going to do is play music because uh, um, that was one of the ways that I picked up some a lot of the culture right that's how I learned a lot of stuff too was play the music while I was studying right me too and there's enough Latin inspired music. So that's Cuban, Puerto Rican, New Yorican, Mexican, yep. uh, Tejano. Yep. There's a lot of that music. I love reggaeton. Um, but that is no words. So it's just the music, it's just the sound. Mm. So that then they start, you know, making associations with, you know, the mariachi or the um, uh, what is that other kind of group? The ones that are in Tejano with the tuba and the, the brass and uh, what are they called? 
They have a name. I can't think of the name. You know what I'm talking about. I do, but I don't know the name of them. What, what's the kind of the dance that you like to do? Cumbia. Isn't that the music of cumbia? I mean, the instrumentation. They have the the, the, the trumpets, accordion. the horns, the accordion, the, yeah, that's the tuba, all, all of that. Like, right, yeah. right. The Tejano stuff. Yeah. Okay. Playing that would give them a little bit of a context. You know what I'm saying? It would give them an auditory context. Yeah. And, and then when they get words, they would not focus so much on the corny sounding music and they could hear the words so to speak and I thought about doing that um, but to me it feels like a reward for doing nothing mm-hmm. you know you couldn't pass this quiz <laughs> you still you still didn't give me your homework okay. like your classwork that I gave you two weeks ago Shut the fuck you see what I'm saying I still don't have this stuff two hours a day in the classroom Four hours total in a week. Wow. Plus one. Even though the plus one has been killed by other stuff that's been going on. But still, four hours a week in yeah. class and they still haven't done They still haven't done the work. Wow. And so, it's just like, I, I'm getting to my wit's end at this point. Because it's just like. I don't see why you're why any of you are here. There's I, there's literally not one person in the Spanish class that's trying to learn Spanish. So why? Yeah. You know, um, I I don't. So you have Mexican students in there or Spanish? I have Spanish speakers. They're um, not from Mexico though. Not, not all of them. No, some of them are. I I don't think are. I think they're they're citizens of the U.S., they're just family is from somewhere else mm-hmm. and they're speaking Spanish all the time at home. So Spanish was their first language. Uh, so they and then I've got some students that are are definitely American citizens and they don't know Spanish and they their parents speak Spanish at home or their grandmother or grandfather or whatever. Uh, yeah. That was Michelle. I think Michelle, her mom spoke, her mom and her aunt spoke Spanish at home pretty much exclusively unless I was there. Um, but she refused to speak it. And she took Spanish in, in high school. But she refused to speak it until she was probably 30. Fucking Rams are going to lose. Yeah, They've been up all this game and they're going to freaking lose. Look how short this was. Look at this. Look at this field goal! Oh, Are you kidding man. me? That was just inches. Yes. So anyway, I don't know. I'm, and now we're gonna. I mean, at some point we're gonna lose another teacher, um, because he's going to be assistant principal or dean of students or something at another school. Uh, it's still in the district, but still at another school, which. He's the other black teacher. <laughs> Which, I don't know. I'm just like. I, I honestly. This is what makes me feel like. This is what makes me feel like I need to get my master's just to go to school. To get my master's. 
become a principal, become an assistant principal or something like that and just focus there because that's really where my focus is because in the classroom it's just like y'all are coming in so far gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like maybe for the middle schoolers right now they can be helped. Yeah. But I would say ninth through 12th grade if you're in ninth through 12th grade right now there is no helping you. You've got too many bad habits that you don't want to break. Well, I think that's the key, is they don't want to. Right. They don't want to. They want to continue on the way they've been going, and they don't have from the top down saying, you can't do that here anymore. Like, literally, like you have to stop it now. Cold turkey. As soon as you come in the building, we take your phone. If you don't have one in uniform, you go right back on out and go back home. Yep. Um, you're still responsible for all work and just, I mean, like night and day difference. Yeah. That's what needs to happen, I think, for all, for a lot of the students. Yep. You know, no, you don't pass your classes, you will not graduate, say la vie, go somewhere else, yep. live your life, it's fine. There needs to be that hard line. And I think teachers are screaming for that hard line. But administrators don't want to employ that hard line because they know what comes after that. Yeah, it's going to be a nightmare. Well, the, the parents will then start accusing the school of not giving their kids what they needed. It's like, but your child, yeah. you should have met your child in 2020. Yeah. And the fact that you still assume that your non-working child is going to work now because the schools open back up again... They didn't do work before. They didn't do work during the being at home COVID time. Now they're back at school. None of the districts want to close. Yeah. And none of the parents want the districts to close. Yeah. But your kids are still doing the same amount of, of work. You're right. You know? And I and I I guess I don't I don't see the point in keeping your child there. Yeah. It's, it's Either have another option. Yep. Like, you can go over there to that school and do nothing. Yeah. You're still not going to graduate, though, but you're not going to stay here. Yeah. You know, I guess that's my thing. And, I, and you know, I, I don't... I've never been a person that said, like... The idea of no child left behind. Mm-hmm. That was always a falsehood. All, uh, lots of children are left behind. Yep. Every, every freaking year. Day. It's always, it's people are always going to be left behind when it comes to education. Yep. Because there's either some that don't want the education, don't think it's necessary, can't do it for yep. a myriad of reasons. And then you have people that are just absolutely lazy. Like they can do it, but they just don't want to. Yeah. Okay, fine. People that need help and want the help, get them the help so that they can do the work. No problem. Yeah. They should have the help available to them. Whatever their issue happens to be, get them the help so they can do the work. But all those other people, like, 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 um, lean on me. Mm-hmm. Joe Clark. Put them on the stage, wave bye-bye, send them out the door, have a great life. Yeah. Because... There's no point in them taking up a space in a school to sleep. Yep. Or take up a space 
in a school to bring nothing to class and look at you and say, you didn't give me any paper. Or you didn't give me a pencil. What? It's not my job to give you a pencil. If you need a pencil, I have pencils. But it's not my job to furnish you with pencils because you didn't bring a pencil to class. That's 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 never been a teacher's job. No, that's, and, I and I guess my other problem is when, when they put up mission statements and they say things like, you'll come to school ready to learn. But then when the school students don't come to school ready to learn, you're still trying to teach them. No, hell no. Yeah. Have a standard. Whatever the base standard is, have that standard. And if you walk in and you're not ready to learn, then maybe something else needs to be done. And see, they, this school does not have a detention. This school does not have an in-school suspension. It doesn't have any penalty for anything that the student might do. There's no consequences. None. Outside of being talked to by uh, uh, someone, literally being talked to, there is nothing else. They Why have would they, care? they have expulsion, but they don't have anything in the school day. So wow. if you're out of uniform, nothing. If you're not doing your work, cuss out a teacher, nothing. If you're you know cuss out another student, nothing. If you're you know not happy that day and you just don't want to do anything and you just want to sit there and and go to sleep nothing there is nothing wow you know and you're right it's not like when we were growing no, up because no. I, I wish we might raise our voice to somebody in the classroom and not get some sort of detention or sent to the office or yeah you know you knew that you were going to have consequences yeah we had consequences. Like, my friend just said something. You might still do it, but you knew that. My friend is a millennial, so her, even her stuff is way different than ours, but she said she used to get detention all the time. She's telling me about, have you ever heard this blue room situation in Illinois? No. So, apparently, a bunch of public schools in Illinois, mostly in the Chicago area, have what's called a blue room. And it's a small, narrow, padded room, painted blue, or with blue cushions on the walls, where they put students as a timeout. And they lock them in there. And then an adult stands outside of the room and records everything that's said. But there's no real reason, no rhyme or reason as to why they use this room. It's supposed to be if a child is acting out and they're a danger to themselves or others. Right. But, like every other padded room. But what they found when the journalists went and did all these investigations is this room, and they're supposed to um, tell the federal government how many times they've used the room per year and what they used it for. So in one year, this school in my friend's district reported that they only used it 126 times across the whole district for the whole year. Mm-hmm. When in fact it was more than 900 and something times, almost a thousand times, and they weren't documenting it to report it to the government. Baby jail. It's worse than that. <laughs> a child tore his paper because he was angry. Yeah, it's baby jail. A child got frustrated because they couldn't tie their shoe. Okay. They're putting kindergartners in this room. For okay. hours. Yeah, it's baby jail. 
It's horrible. No, it's baby jail. It's not okay. Okay, it may not be okay, but that's what it is. They're using it as a punishment system. Yeah, well, not as a keep well, you a safe torture while device. you relax. Yeah, it's system. a torture it's, device. It's, it's just, nah, it's not torture. Yes, device. it is. They're not in. They're not. They're not in any danger, and they're not in any pain. They're just. They're just being separated from everyone, and. For hours. Okay, for hours, but it's still... Child can't see anybody. There's pads on the wall, they ain't getting hurt. There's no place to go to the bathroom. They don't give them food. Well, that's a different thing. Bathroom is something else. You've got a five-year-old that, of course, because now there's somebody outside the door documenting everything that's said. Please let me out. I have to go to the bathroom. I'm going to pee on myself. And they're, like, saying this over and over. And then the child wets, and now he's in trouble for wetting on himself, and he's staying longer. So I read these articles that she sent me, and she said, and I was, you know, I was sent to the office all the time for detention, but the most we had to do was just sit in this room with a little desk, and we just had to wait for 20, 30 minutes, cool down, then we talked to the principal, and then we could go back to class. She's like, but my child has, like, issues, and so I know that this is the room they're going to send my child to because the, their school is getting a new principal and the principal is the one that implemented this system in mm-hmm. Illinois. And she was asking me, is this a thing that they do in Michigan? I said, absolutely not. It's against the law to restrain a child in any way, shape, or form unless they are a danger and they have to be a proven danger because we just went through that training at the beginning of the... or the, Like, in the fall. I... I don't, I, I, you know, I don't see a, a need for a room like that. Anywhere? In, right, in any school. But, for social issues, language, um, arguing with other students or whatever, and you need to separate them, or if it escalates so that it doesn't escalate any further... You know, and removing a student, that's what in-school suspension was. Yeah, it was a, a place where you went and you but did you your understand, work. But you understand, there's not enough teachers to even man an in-school suspension room. Wow. There, there aren't even enough subs. Some. Well, the, I mean, okay, I'm I'm covering for a class where a person just left. Uh-huh. And then we have a sub on the floor. Another one? Yeah. Wow. She was there. She's been there almost all week. I don't know who she's covering for, but. And I'm sure that's not the only other sub in the building. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, usually, I mean, there was almost two to three subs in this building per day. Well, one of the parents, her son just tested positive on Friday. And she was taking an at-home test to see if she had it because she wasn't feeling well. And she said, if I have it, they're going to end up having to close down our school because we don't have enough teachers to cover the classrooms. Because she said, I I think she said they had 11 or 14 teachers out. And she's like, they'll have to close the whole elementary school. Yeah, well, it happened here. And the middle school. But it happened here. Mm -hmm. There was at least one school that had to close down in GRPS because of COVID, uh, not having enough che- teachers and a lot of students out. On the Lakeshore, there were quite a few schools. There were a couple of districts that had to close. Right, for the same reason. Yep. So, 
but I, I, I don't know. I not just schools, but the entire districts. Yeah, but closed. sometimes districts are only like three buildings. They're not not all districts are built are big. There are gotta remember the the child discovery center is a district unto itself. No, it's part. It's of a GRPS district unto that. itself that is a part of GRPS. It uh, is its own thing. Yeah, because it's a charter. Um, no, because it has well, it's a public charter. It's still a charter. But it has its own board and everything. So, yeah. but yeah, the the other school districts might only be one elementary school building, one middle school building, and one high school. Or middle school and high schools all together, and one element. So to say we shut down the whole district, you're only talking about a couple, two buildings worth of, of students and staff. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. I I. I don't. I don't want to say education is failing, but I think those people that were educated, that are now parents, were miseducated. Yeah. And so now their children are have unrealistic expectations, and so then when those children go into the world of work, they're all turned around and backwards. Yeah. yeah. And you know, like I said, I blame one aspect of our culture for all of this. Which is? Everybody gets a trophy. Oh, I just went off on this rant. I just went off on this rant. That is the reason why we are where we are right now. I just, I was just telling one of my coworkers about this, one of my staff members. I was saying to her, um, this whole, you know, when we were in school, it was, there are winners and there are losers. If you didn't win, then you try harder next time to win. But then we got into that next generation where it's everybody is a winner and nobody is a loser because we didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I did. And now... I knew it was wrong then. I knew it was wrong then, too. And now we're reaping the, the repercussions of all this nonsense yep. because now we've got kids who know they don't even have to try to be a winner because everybody's a winner and now they're lazy and they're, they don't care. But everybody's and, a winner until you get to high school. Right. And then they start to find out, wait a minute, I've got this GPA. What is your GPA? And you're starting to see that there, everybody is not a winner. Yep. And everybody is not going to go to the same place. And your prospects for what you want to do post high school, yours might be very limited. Theirs might be wide open. And the next person over there might have a free ride somewhere. Yep. And you're, it's not all equal. Yep. And that, I think, is what a lot of the kids are looking at. And they're going, but wait a minute. And I think they're trying to square that circle in their mind. I thought everybody was a winner. It's like, no. No. no they never were. No. Nope. You never were. You were never equal. It was a lie equal. that you were told. Right. You were never equal. You were never all friends. It was never going to be that way. No. Nope. And you... It was you a were lie you were this. fed since you were a little bitty person. Yep. Yeah, your boy, your boy's about oh, to lose. They got, he got that strip and they lost the ball. Me? Are you kidding me? Yeah, I, when I was explaining to her, like, she, the look at her face was like, oh my God. And, my, and she's seeing this, like, play out in the staff because she's, I don't understand why they don't, you know, do these things. Why do they think they can come in? They're scheduled at 9 o'clock, and they come in at noon, and they think that that's an acceptable behavior. And I said, because it's been acceptable. This is what they've been taught is acceptable behavior. I said, and then they get into workplace, 
and the workplace is saying this is not acceptable behavior, and now they have to learn the hard way. No, but I don't think they are learning the hard way. Well, they learn it in my spot, because I'll fire your ass real quick. I know, but quick. I don't think, in, in the world of work, I don't think they're learning the hard way. And I think that's where the problem comes in. Yeah. We're not holding to those standards. Well, I had to talk to my boss Because everybody's a winner. It. Yeah, right. I had to talk to my boss, because she her thing is, let's just give him another chance, and give him another chance, and give him another chance. And I finally said to her, listen... You have a heart that's too big for your business to be successful. You gave this other director a chance after chance after chance, and now you're paying the price for her downfall. And now you're doing it with the staff members who are no-call, no-shows two days in a week, and they're bullying the other staff members, and they're disrespectful to their, you know, to everybody, and they don't come to work on time. And you cannot continue to give them chance after chance after chance and expect to be successful. Well, that's just like I have students that come to the first hour of every day. I have, when when class begins, 7.35, there might be two students in my classroom. Out of 20? Oh, dear. And they come in slowly through that first two hours every single day. No. Yes! And see, my thinking is, lock the doors. I would lock the door. You lock the door and you'd be like, no, you came to school late. You don't get to Sorry. You have to have In Mexico, they lock the gate and you can't get in the damn building. You have to have some kind of reason for being late and it can't be because my granny had a, a... What did she say? My granny had a doctor's appointment. What's that got to do with you? Nothing. You don't drive your granny. We live in a world of Uber. Yeah. Why? Because you can't sit there and tell me you can't afford the Uber when you got the newest shoes. And a brand new iPhone. And the newest this and the newest that. You can't can't use that on me. Yeah. You know, if you were walking in here raggedy and you had no, you know, you didn't have what you needed and you didn't get breakfast and you came in late, I'd understand. Somebody, you're dependent on somebody else to get you here. Right. But you're in high school. And in high school, in this system, you take public transportation for free. Yep. Get your ass up, get to the bus, and get your ass to school. My favorite is the staff member who messages me at 559. Uh, I don't have a way to work this morning. Uh, can I catch a ride with you? I'm already in the car on the way to work. No. And I'm not coming to get you, so I'm now late for my shift. And yeah, you're three hours early for I'm, yours. I, I, I don't know where that came from, this idea that my boss should pick me up to bring me to work thing. No. I don't know where that even came from. No. I don't. I don't. I, I really don't. I was like, you better catch a ride with somebody or I call yourself an Uber. I actually had a child say, are you going to come pick me up? It's like, that's not my job to come pick you up. It's your job to get yourself to school. Yeah. Not mine. It's your parents' job to get you to school if you can't do it. But you guys, you all ride the bus for free. Right. That's, I mean, that's why there is no yellow school bus for GRPS. high school students. Yeah. I, I think even middle school students. Yeah, middle There's school. no, because you ride the bus for free. So, and all of y'all are, for the most part, in the city because you're at GRPS. So you're, 
you're along a bus line somewhere. Your bus line is not far yeah. from your house. So, I mean, if I can walk, what, what was it, four blocks, five blocks from my house to the to the bus stop to, to ride the bus for 30 minutes yeah. every morning, your ass can walk the, the two blocks to the bus stop and ride the five minutes it takes to get to this school. Yeah. Because 30 minutes from from anywhere in Grand Rapids would get you somewhere between <laughs> here and Kalamazoo. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you, you're you talking about a, a quite a distance, quite a ways right, away. it's only 15 minutes to my job, right? Yeah. If that. Well, I get there at 6.15 every day. Yeah, but we don't leave here until like 6.05 we every day. That's that true. I'm, 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 yes, it is. I you get in the don't. car at Stop 6 it. o'clock. Stop it. No, you don't. Um, also, and I, and no, you don't. The, the clock in the car is not the same as the, my Fitbit and my phone. Just so you're aware. God damn it. A minute left, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are about to throw a touchdown. Yeah. Are you kidding me? You're going to be tied. Rams have given up. They are, they, are about to, they are about to lose this game because they gave up. Time out? Must have. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I I don't know. I, I think I don't think there's any and it's it's bad because when we were here before, I kept saying there's no fixing the high school students. And now I'm saying it again, there's no fixing the high school students. They've gotta fix the And now it's ten years later. Yeah. So basically and I keep thinking about this, I wonder how many of these students are now teachers. I was teaching when we were here before. Yeah. Because 10 years ago, they may... They could have graduated from college and be working I'm on I'm not it. talking about that. I'm talking about the students that are in the school. How oh. many of them would have been in elementary school when I was at the elementary school? Oh, probably quite a few. That's what I'm saying. Kindergartners, first graders. Yeah. Because you used to do kindergarten... Quite a bit, actually. They loved you. So, you know, what happened between then and here? You know? And I, I'm... And they can't I, blame all this nonsense on COVID. I don't think they can blame all this on teachers, but they can blame it on the system that forced teachers into this position. Because I don't think any teacher would want to just pass somebody and let them go to the next level. No. No Most teachers have some kind of integrity, and they wouldn't. But they, the other side of that is, if you have bad behavior, the teachers are would really like you to move on. Yeah. They don't want you there. But then when that was the case for a lot of places, if you failed a grade, usually you moved schools. Yeah. Because you didn't want to stay at the same school with the same students having failed a grade. Yeah, it's the same teachers, and now you got to see them their faces again. Exactly. Yeah. So, be out. Yeah. But I don't think they're doing that anymore. Probably Where they're not. moving to another school well, they because don't have they any failed. Shame. They aren't failing. Well, that's what I'm saying. They should. The failing thing should be happening if they're failing. You well, and saying? they should have shame for failing, but they don't because everybody's a winner. Yeah, I don't. I don't buy that at all. Because as soon as 
as soon as university hits. And you know, because I like I had a I had a student. I kept trying to get him to do his work. He didn't want to do it. I had another student, Spanish speaker, did the work in like five minutes. Took everybody else an hour. Took her five minutes. She did it all. Fine, I understand. You speak Spanish already. It's fine. Um, but I was like, well, you can help other people. Um, that would also keep you from being bored and wasting time on your phone. But he went, gave her his paper, and she started writing all the answers. No, on. that's not helping. She had done the whole paper. I would have taken it. I picked it up away. the paper, ripped it up in the middle of the class, threw it in the trash can, gave him a new paper. Do your own work. I didn't have her come over here to you to do your work. I had her come over here to help you do your work. So if you had a question, you could ask somebody. And that, that, oh God, here we go. Touchdown Tampa Bay. That idea, the Rams are going to let these assholes win. Um, I, I just can't, I, I, I really can't wrap my brain around it. And I don't think any, any school in higher ed is equipped to deal with this. Yeah. I really don't. I don't think, because uh, the one program that's here in Davenport is about urban education. And I really don't think that they are equipped to deal, they're equipped to analyze it, but they're not equipped to, to look forward and say these are the things that we need to put in place mm-hmm. as administrators to stop this process because the answer is what is already known you just have to you literally have to roll the clock back right but nobody has the will the political will to roll the clock back right and say i'm sorry but your kids are an assholes and they're and not they're wanting lazy. to learn and they're lazy and so they're going to fail high school. And they feel entitled to do nothing all right. day. And, and they're going to fail high school. So since they're going to fail high school, we're going to send them over here. And let them just fail. And, no, we're going to send them over here and they're going to do E2020. Mm. And that's how they're going to finish high school because we don't need to waste more resources on trying to get them to do anything in with the current system. Right. Well, one of my staff members, she's finishing high Just school. Just learn um, She's doing the E2020 at home. And when I asked her if, or I said something to her about how you were saying that um, if they attended just one class and they passed, and she's like, they didn't do that at my school. So maybe it's just a GRPS thing because she doesn't go to GRPS. It could be. Because she said, uh-uh, if we didn't do our work, we failed. Well, I mean, like I said, it's probably the, the superintendent. It's probably the yeah. It's probably the one system. Yeah. Um, because every system would have had their their choice to make. What what right. do we do? Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I'm 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 getting I'm kind of over it. It's kind of like I'll give you the stuff to do. I will come around and help you. And I help a lot of students. Um, some students, 20, 30 times a, a, a class. But those are the ones that want to get it done and they, they're trying to learn. 
but okay. there's not that many of them. Right. You know. They and don't do flashcards or anything to learn? Flashcards. I don't even know if... If they were going to do flashcards, we'd have to provide the flashcards. What? They're not coming to school with fucking pencils! That's not your job to give them flashcards. Well, that's what I'm saying. They're not coming to school with paper, with pencils, with a notebook, with the folders, with... They're not coming to school with any of the stuff. I had one one student come to me and she said, can I go to see this teacher to get a folder? And I was like, well, what kind of folder do you need? And she was like, well, this kind. And it was the kind of pockets that then go in a three-ring binder. And I'm thinking to myself, why would you go to another teacher to get this? Why wouldn't you get it from the store? Right. Like, why does this teacher have have these folders to give to students. Right. Like, where does that come from? And she's like, no, no, no. She has them for us. I was like, really? I was like, okay, go get them then. And then she went to get them and she came back and she gave me a couple of them. She was like, if anybody needs them, they'll be in the classroom. And I was like, okay. And I'm thinking to myself, like, where does this teacher get these folders from? Did you ask the teacher? No, because they were in another floor and I don't see those people. But, you know, because the floors are the way they are, you don't see anybody from downstairs. Right. Um, but, yeah, it was weird. You know, the, the idea that the school has to provide all of the stuff for you to go to school. That's just That's weird. foreign to me. It's always been a situation that some people needed help getting school supplies. Right. That's not new. That doesn't surprise me. Um, but it does surprise me that if I give you a pencil today, you don't have a pencil tomorrow. Yeah, because what happened to the one you had yesterday? Exactly. And every day you come to me and you ask for a new pencil. But also every day I pick up pencils in my classroom and put them back in my jar. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because people, and I, I've been doing that since I've been at this school, and it's like, they go, you know. That's what I did in Mexico all the time. They're not, they're not. I had a jar They're on my desk. They're not being pencils. responsible for the stuff that they do have. And they won. Yes. Amazing. 25 seconds left wow. on the clock. Bye bye, Brady. Was it his last? Woohoo! It is now. This is the playoffs. Is he going to retire? I don't know, Finally? but this is the playoffs. He's done now. All right. Win or go home, goddammit. See, everybody's not a fucking winner. That's right. Ugh. I can't. I can't. I can't. What is this? Savage X Fenty. What are you talking about? Something's going to be delivered on Tuesday. Look like underdraws. Yeah, probably red ones, right? Yeah. Draws. These red underdraws. I need some red draws. Oh, boy. I want my don't. red bra to go with my tiger oh, shirt and my God. red socks. Stop it. I'm going to get some Granimal suits are not necessary. I'm going to wear black pants. Granimal suits are not it's necessary. It's for the new year. It's the year of the tiger. What? Got to wear my red stuff on the year of the tiger. Yeah, okay. Red, red, red. Not necessary. It is too. Not. It's my year. Stop it. I'm super excited because I need to figure out how to fix my fix the cords for our, our jade pieces. That's fix like, them! You got time? But I need to, 
I need to learn how to do the knots. I don't know how to do the knots. You know what? There's this thing. It's called YouTube. Shut your butt. I was actually thinking about that today. Like, Duh. Where else are you going to learn something? If you're sitting in a boat and you don't know how to get out of the goddamn boat, what do you do? You go on YouTube and learn how to get out of the boat. That's true. YouTube YouTube Shit. University teaches you a lot. Some, who said that they never used YouTube? Mm-hmm. Somebody said they... I, I was on, I've been on YouTube. I, I woke up this morning on YouTube. Somebody actually said they never, ever used YouTube. They never watched YouTube videos for anything. We're like, what? Yeah, you're an idiot then because that's like the easiest free resource... And a smattering of different people, different styles. You can get in any language from any everything, country, everything, everywhere. Anything. Anything you need to know, you can get it on YouTube. Like, I learned how to make, like, a garam masala mixture from an Indian lady on the YouTubes for our, when I wanted to make a curry. I mean, if you're, if you are, if you are wanting to learn anything for free... And you do a Google search, YouTube videos come up. And it'll if you do a specific word that you're looking for a specific word, it will take you right to that minute, that second in the video. Right, that's what I'm saying. I think that's awesome. Why are you not using YouTube? Because really, it's all there. I mean, it's there somewhere in some form. Yeah. No, you may not like that video, or you may not like the person talking, or whatever. But the information that you're looking for, it's there. I want to teach the um, the children how to sing Leander Le- Le- Lahu. Why? Why? Because it'll be fun. I could teach them two little tigers for the year of the tiger. And that's important. No, but it's fun. You said no. <laughs> it's fun, but I can't be there all week, so I'll be going back. The day before the stinking new year, which the new year this year lands on Keegan's 18th birthday. Sweet. Already got her gifts. Are you going to get her something special? I don't know. I got her some stuff already. Anyway. I've been collecting items. You got anything else for the people? I'm tired of talking now. I think I need a whiskey. I need a cup of tea. Yeah, I need a whiskey. Not a cup of tea. I could have some rum chata and some cinnamon uh, moonshine. That's my jam right now. I'm all about that. wonder how it would taste warm. Warm it up. Warm it up, Chris. That'd be nice, I betcha. Warm it up. Only one way to know. I went and did, for the first time, I was I had my uh, Dewar's 15, uh-huh. and I put a couple drops of water in it. Yeah, it changes. Really? It changes dramatically. Um, it's funny what just a couple of drops of water will do to yeah. two ounces of alcohol, but oh yeah, it changed. Interesting. Um, and I found the dusty note that I hadn't been able to, to smell before. Really? Um, I kept smelling it and I was like, why is it? You know, you know, okay, you know when you're in a really dusty room? Uh-huh. You know how your nose feels like there's stuff kind of hitting itchy, your, like, yeah. No, no, stuff going, like you can feel it going yeah, yeah, in your yeah, nose? Yeah. That's how it felt. Oh. It was that kind of dusty. Like, you, it was like you, I was nosing it and was just like, whoa, wait. Why is it like that? And then I went back and was like, this is, it feels like actual dust. It smells like actual dust. Huh. But of course, there's no dust there. Right. But that's what it's. That's what I got. It was the first time I ever had it. 
Interesting. And I think I started to to be able to smell the vanilla mm. in the whiskey, unlike that freaking Captain Morgan. Because man, that shit that shit is like fake vanilla trying to act like vanilla. It's and, so strong and, and over perfumed vanilla on itself. It's vanilla for real. And and then sat next to an eggnog. And then sprinkled with some more sugar. Because it smells man. sweet, even. Yeah, it's like syrup. Alright, you got anything else for the people? Nope. It's time for it's time for the the Bills. Yes, the Bills are in the and playoffs. The Chiefs. Chiefs should win. But the Bills, the Bills are hungry. This might be another another example of a team going into another home stadium where the other team <laughs> is red. Uh-huh. <laughs> Taking them out. <laughs> this could be that thing. We'll see. That would mean that the two, the the last Super Bowl teams would be out of the Super Bowl oh. this year because it was Tampa. I think it was Tampa Bay against the Chiefs last year. I have no idea. Well, I, I think, really have. No I think clue. they said Mahomes. Has played every. This would be his fourth consecutive Super Bowl or something like that. Uh, if he went to the Super Bowl, so. Yeah, I haven't followed the Super Bowl in a long time. Probably since Thailand. Well, now's the time. We back! Yeah. Alright, that's it. We're done. Time for whiskey. I don't know what whiskey I'm going to drink. I, I had blueberry tea earlier. I think I need a whiskey. I didn't have any whiskey yesterday. I had beer and rum. I can't... Like, I have no desire for beer when it's cold. Oh, I usually don't either, but I have a desire for beer when watching watch football. football. Yeah. I think... I think our, our whole everything has changed. Like, the way we... What we associate with... Except for football and beer. Yeah, I don't even... Because football and whiskey don't feel right. Why? It doesn't feel right. It's beer. you got to have beer and football. They go together. If you go to the game, you don't get a whiskey. You get beer. It's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. That's it. I'm done. If you want to find the Traveling Fars, you can find us at the YouTube, Facebook, Pinterest, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever awesome podcasts are found for free. At the Traveling Fars, if you like the Instagram or the Twitters. Traveling Fars, if you want to send an email to the Karen person, travelingfars at gmail.com and the blog space, thetravelingfars.blueberry.net. No E's in the blueberry. And you can find us on Etsy at uh, Fars Cards. You can find us at Patreon at the Traveling Fars. You can find us at the Spread Shops. Uh, find our links on our website thetravelingfars.com or acaciamedia.com and you can find us on GoFundMe at The Traveling Fars. Why did you break out the AI voice? I don't have an AI you voice. You literally did it. I don't You have laid a- down this whole time talking <laughs> and then you sat up and you went into AI mode. I don't have an AI voice. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. Alright, that's it. Say goodbye to people. Bye people. Peace! Okay, my
I think you need to break wind in order to move faster. 